This is an ABC podcast. Hey, it's Dave Marchese with you for the Summer Hack podcast and we are back to regular programming next week. Hack will be on the radio. It'll be here in your podcast feed with our normal podcast schedule. But first, we're going to talk about something that you might be interested in, the mega fan. Do you know what I'm talking about when I talk about the mega fan? You Maybe you're one of them, actually. You know those people that camp outside airports, hotels, line the streets just to grab a glimpse of their favourite celebrity artist? People like, you know, Justin Bieber, Harry Styles, Gaga. Obviously nothing new. These mega fans have been around for ages. The Beatles, Elvis, they were also surrounded by these massive stands. And let's be honest, they get a bad rap. Like when you think of a mega fan, what do you think? Hysterical, obsessive, crazy. They might be some of the words that spring to mind. But why is that? Where has all of that come from? And are these super fans actually the music industry's secret weapon? What kind of power do they hold? Our reporter, Kimberly Price, has been taking a look into it and talking to some, and she finds out what it takes to be a mega fan and how important they are to artists. Justin was definitely my first love. <laughs> There's no doubt fangirls get a bad rep. Elvis Presley. But these mega fans of stars may actually play a vital role in keeping artists alive in a cutthroat industry. Simone's 26 and lives in Melbourne. It all started for her when she was eight years old and watching Ricky Lee Coulter perform in Perth. I stand four people, which is Harry Styles, Justin Bieber, Ariana Grande and Billie Eilish. I've met um, Shawn Mendes, The Weeknd. I have met Billie. I have met Ariana. I've also met Sam Smith. So what is a fangirl or a stan? Well, to me, it's basically just being a really devoted fan to your favourite artist. And that can range from whether you go to every concert in the country that you live in, or even if you just go to your home city, but you pretty much follow their lives pretty closely. There's a whole art to fangirling. It's not just about having the posters in your room and going to a concert. Simone has even been on tour with her favourite artists. When tour starts, you just kind of wait for them to come in the city, you go to the shows, you might stay at the hotel that they are staying at. Um, You basically just do that in every city and then hope that you happen to meet them. (laughs) Like how much money are we talking, like on a tour? Oh my God, thousands, genuinely thousands. It's not not for the faint-hearted. But it's so much more than attending concerts for Simone. It's really motivated me to actually pursue a career in the music industry or because I'm surrounded by people who are doing the same thing and who don't think that my dreams and ambitions are unrealistic. Simone debunks the stereotype of a fangirl and says there's a bit of a bad rep following the label. You can get emotional at concerts and things, but I think fangirls are definitely made out to be this really hyper-emotional, kind of intense people when in reality we're just like really big fans of artists and like their artwork. Now, you may be rolling your eyes and thinking, who in their right mind would be doing this? Who would travel the world following an artist and cry their eyes out when they perform on stage? But 
Would you say the same thing about the Barmy Army at the cricket? Or to a grown man at Federation Square when the Socceroos won a game at the World Cup? The work is about how we misunderstand fangirls and how quick we are to discredit fangirls in a way that I think is, is inherently misogynistic. That's Eve Blake, writer and creator of Fangirls, who has researched the subject extensively and believes we underestimate the power of teenage girls. So she wrote a musical about it. I met my friend's 13-year-old cousin and she told me she'd met the man she was going to marry. And she told me his name was Harry Styles. So then I, of course, laughed at her and she didn't like that. And she said, don't laugh at me, I'm serious. Throughout her research, Eve discovered the world of fangirling through going to concerts, delving into the Twitterverse, interviews and fan fiction. And by the end of it, she realised the power of a teenage girl fan base was huge. If you look at the One Direction documentary, Simon Cowell says something I think really astute on this. And he's like, the early fans of One Direction effectively were the promoters of the band. And the reason that they became an international hit, despite being just, you know, five teenage boys on a British talent show. Nate Flagrant is the director of Flagrant Artist Management, which has rule under its label. He believes the power of a solid fan base, such as fangirls, is make or break for an artist these days. If we look at Harry Styles as a case study, you look at the One Direction audience that he had, and you know, One Direction breaks up, he reinvents himself, comes out with this um, Side of the Times record, but he was able to use the existing fangirl audience that he had generated from One Direction to help turn that song into a massive, like, global, worldwide hit record. The fan base element is crucial to the longevity of an artist, and Nate says social media plays a major role in keeping that alive. It's a crucial component that the communication between artist and fan feels like a two-way communication, not a one-way communication. And you've got to find ways, new ways, to keep your audience engaged and to remind them of how appreciative you are for the fact that they're writing with you. Nate says when record labels look at an artist to sign, they look for a fully formed act with a current fan base through social media presence and what an artist is willing to do. In fact, most major labels won't even look at an artist without some kind of hard following to begin with. That's who they're trying to sign, rather than signing a, a pure kind of uncut gem that, that doesn't have any existing profile or, or runs on the board. It's just like, yeah, we can sell this. So. How important are fangirls to the music industry? That is the holy grail of fans. If you can reach that teen like fangirl audience and have them engage, that is like the most effective audience to work with because they, they just eat up every single piece of content. Summer Hack on Triple J.